0: Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're talking today about setting the limits. All right, what I mean by this is actually a faith setting. Believe it or not, we have a faith setting (laughs) and it can range from, let's say, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like full of faith and overflowing and one being like, "Mm, I'm like barely at the mustard seed of faith right now, right? So we're going to talk about setting the limit, setting your faith setting, and we're going to do this through talking about expectations today, all right, and primarily about how we upgrade those and the importance of doing that. So first and foremost, if you're anyone like me, you may have seen online there's these different memes or, you know, people will put quotes out there. And a lot of times they are to motivate, to inspire. But if we're not careful, meaning if we're not testing spirits to know what they're of, if we're not actually reading the word of God and deciding what's true for us, we can accept truth from the world and take that on as our own truth. Okay, so it's really important that you know truth for yourself and that you're, discerning and exercising wisdom and not just taking things in verbatim because what we expose ourselves to does impact us whether we're reading something whether we're listening to something whether we're comparing ourselves to somebody else where we're getting an opinion from somebody else whatever it is that can all affect our faith setting and our expectation okay so if you've seen a quote or something that says something along the lines of Don't make assumptions, never expect anything, just keep your love on, keep it moving, and you'll do just fine. Essentially, something like that, right? I'm not going to be completely getting it verbatim here, but you get the idea. We've been told not to expect anything, and that will protect us. That will make sure that we're not going to expect too much. That way, if something doesn't happen, then we're not going to be discouraged or disappointed, right? If we don't expect anything, then we have nothing to lose right? However, that to me is whack. And I'm going to back it up (laughs) with some truth today to help you understand that it is important to have expectations. It's actually a brave, bold, and courageous thing to do. Okay, so let me break it down. First and foremost, our expectations set the limits for our lives. That's where this is coming from. Set the limit. You get to decide your faith setting. That is something that is in your power, right? That is something that we can also pray for. We can pray for God's faith. Not our faith, because sometimes our faith is small, but we can pray for God's faith, right? We can activate that in our lives. So what is, just take an assessment of your life. What are you expecting currently in different areas of your life, whether that be relationships with yourself, at a job, maybe with a business, with your kids? Like, what is the limit that you've set? Think about that. A lot of times, when we've stopped expecting, we've also stopped releasing our faith. Selah, a lot of times when we stop expecting, We stop releasing our faith. And when we're telling people, not that you're doing this, but (laughs) when folks are telling people or encouraging people not to have an expectation, that's like saying, don't hope, don't dream, don't create. It just doesn't make sense. Hopefully you're tracking with me, right? We are human and we're going to expect. And our expectations work both ways. They can go positive or they can go negative, okay? So I'm going to play this out so that you can hear... Some different ways that this is going to happen, all right? Because really and truly, if we expect little, we're going to receive little. If we don't anticipate things to get better, then they won't, right? But what if we expected more favor, more good breaks, a promotion, an increase? Then we'll likely see more levels of favor and abundance as well, okay? So, Because expectations work in both directions, check this out. If you get up in the morning and expect it to be a lousy day and expect no good breaks and expect people to be unfriendly, then you're drawing that in like a magnet, right? We put our faith to work. We send out our faith, right? And we draw in what we're sending out, okay? Your faith is working, whether that's positive or negative. The problem is a lot of times we're using it in the wrong direction, all right, and that is not working in our favor and that is something that we have control over, okay? Some people you you might resonate with this, you might know somebody like this, but some people have had a negative mindset so long they don't realize they're doing it. It's just natural to them. They assume the worst and they usually get it. They expect people to be unfriendly and they usually are right? And they're not aware, consciously aware, right? That their expectations are drawing in all the negative, okay? But when we can learn this principle, which is why it is important to have expectations, when we can learn this principle, we can start anticipating different things. We can start releasing our faith for different things instead, right? We can expect good breaks. We can expect people to like us. We can turn things around. We can expect to live a John ten ten abundant life that we're promised, right? But if we're not releasing faith for it, it's not fair to expect it because we will get what we expect. That's what we're going to look for. That's what we're going to focus on. And what we focus on grows more in our life, okay? Now, I will say this. You may not always feel like it, <laughs> but when you get up each day, you need to remind yourself that you're more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Your greatest victories are still in front of you. The right people, the right opportunities, the right breaks are already in your future. Okay? Your attitude could be, if you choose something like this, I'm expecting good, I'm expecting good breaks to meet the right people, to see an increase in business, to get my child back on track and for my health to improve. I'm expecting to be at the right place at the right time. You can do that. That's releasing your faith. And man, if you are doing that, how we think is what affects how we feel. And that affects how we show up in the world. So that means when you are the one that is intentionally activating and releasing your faith, you will then live differently from the inside out. You'll feel different, you'll likely have more energy, you'll be expecting something different, you'll be looking for different things, you'll be focusing on different things, you'll be encountering different things because of that. It all flows from there. So believers are called believers for a reason. (laughs) And they typically, what you've noticed, is they develop this undeniable quality of expecting good things. They hold their peace, right? they're content whether things are going well or they're not they took a lesson from the apostle paul who says i'm content whether i'm abased or abounding that's the secret to life i've learned how to be content not that i'm satisfied where i am or not that i'm going to not extend my faith for more but i've learned the secret is to be content no matter what i'm facing so that i'm going to hold my peace so that i'm going to be a carrier of the kingdom, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. I'm going to represent God well and present him well in the world wherever he puts me. He can count on me for that. I'm trustworthy because I'm faithful and I'm humble. With me? Super, super important. So we can believe For good things. We can expect, actually David says this in Psalms. He says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. Okay? In other words, you may have had disappointments in the past. You may have had setbacks following you around. But you need to let go of what didn't work out. You cannot continue to carry those former things into the future. The word actually says forget the former things. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Will you not perceive it? It's like, wake up. (laughs) There's something new happening right now, but you're going to totally miss it because you're carrying dead weight. Drop the weight, right? Let go of every mistake and every failure. Let go of what didn't work out and expect goodness and mercy to follow you wherever you go. So that's a decision. It doesn't have to be an epic moment. It's a decision. You know what? I'm done carrying this. Enough is enough. Like, I'm okay not having closure. I'm okay not fully understanding all the dynamics of this. I'm going to release it, and I'm going to actively walk out that release by focusing on so, on whatsoever is pure, lovely, noble, praiseworthy, on expecting goodness and mercy to follow me everywhere I go. Okay? Okay. Some people, and this could be you, I know that in different seasons, I've fallen into this too, but some people don't realize that they're always looking for the next disaster, looking for the next failure, looking for the next bad break, right? You got to change what you're looking for. If that's where you're at right now, start looking for goodness, mercy, favor, increase and promotion. That's what should be following you around. It should be, right? One, def- one definition of hope is happy anticipation of something good if you're anticipating something good it's going to bring you joy it will give you enthusiasm which is a ton of energy <laughs> that you need right which when, when you're operating really great energy too it brings this different momentum this different flow to your day right where things can still be challenging but they're not overwhelming you've got an overflow of energy to approach them. When you're expecting your dreams to come to pass, you'll go out each day with a spring in your step. You know, you've got this like pep. People are like, what What is up with you, man? Like you're like glowing, you've got this energy, you're always excited, like where is that coming from? Where is it coming from? It's coming from God and it's coming from you exercising your faith and getting in agreement with God. A lot of times when we're in the negative, or when our emotions feel like myrrh right, and just yucky, it's an indicator that we're not partnering with God, that we're not in agreement with God, that God thinks something different about a situation than we're thinking. So it's a call back into alignment. Whew, that's powerful. It's a call back into alignment. If you're not anticipating anything good in your life, then you'll drag through life with no passion. That's exactly where the enemy wants you, right? To be negative, negative, nasty, (laughs) right? Running around to be super busy, to be stressed to the max so much that you're affecting your health in a negative way, to not be fun to be around, to steal your influence, right? Because you're really not offering anything good or anything of value when you're in a nasty place, right? So we can expect something different. That is a choice that we have, whether we feel like it or not. And a lot of times, remember this, when you're not feeling good, that's when you praise. That's when you worship. That's when you activate the joy of the Lord, which is your strength. That's when you remind yourself that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, that you're righteous, that you don't need to shame or condemn yourself right? God's not doing that. Why are you going to do that? That makes no sense, right? You get to remember that you're a new creation. Today is new. You don't have to live the old way or do the old things anymore. That's entirely up to you, right? And you can have peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding no matter what you're facing, but you activate it, right? You've been given all of these spiritual tools and resources and they can just left be left sitting. It's like having a warehouse of all of these gifts and all of these wonderful things, but you never open the door and you never take anything out of it, right? That's on you though. Nobody else can activate this stuff for you, okay? So check it out. When you're going throughout your day, have an attitude of expecting good things. You need to get your expector out, but this is what helps you set your faith setting, okay? Okay. Maybe you've not used it for a minute, but you need to start expecting greater things. Okay? There are new mountains to climb. Let's not be naive, right? And there are new horizons to explore, but we can expect to rise higher. We can expect to overcome every obstacle. We can expect doors open. We can expect favorite work, favorite home, favorite the grocery store, favor in your relationships. Why does it have to be the same old, same old? It doesn't. It doesn't have to. And whenever I'm really wanting to highlight this, I'm really being led to highlight this. Whenever you've been through hurts, disappointments, hangups, failures, you have to guard your mind. You have to. You've got to be careful of what you allow to play in your thoughts all day. Your memory is very, very powerful. You can be driving in your car and remember a tender moment. It may have happened five years ago, right? But when you remember that moment, like all of the the feelings of that moment come back to you. You can feel the same emotions just as if it were happening again, okay? And that can be for good where we're enjoying it, but it can also be something sad, something frustrating, something unfair. And before long, we can shift our entire mood for the day just by what we're remembering on, just by what we're focusing on. Okay. So when we dwell on the wrong memories, right, then we start to gravitate towards the negative. Okay. So one study actually discovered that positive and negative memories are handled by different parts of the brain. How wild is that? And a negative memory takes up more space because there's more to process, which makes sense, right? As a result, we remember negative events more than positive events. So what is this saying? This study is saying that a person will remember losing $50 more than he'll remember gaining $50. Isn't that interesting? The negative effect has a greater impact carrying more weight than the positive, okay? So... We can do that very, very easily. We can play negative things over and over in our mind. That is human nature, okay? That's also how negative memories are stored in our brain. The bad takes up more space than the good. So knowing this, okay, you have to be proactive. You've got to be proactive. When negative memories come back to that movie screen in your mind, right, many people... Not you, but many people pull up a chair, get some popcorn, and watch it all over again, right? And it ruins their whole day. They say, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe that person hurt me. I can't believe this is happening to me. That's so wrong. Instead, right, there's another channel that you can switch it to. Instead of playing back your defeats, your failures, your disappointments, you can channel, go to the channel, victories, accomplishments, and things you did do right. The good memory channel plays back the times you were promoted, you met the right person, you bought a great house, your children were happy happy and healthy. Instead of staying on the negative, we can switch over to a victory channel, (laughs) right? The channel that has a ton of faith flowing in it. We can shift to that. And I know that this is like, but it literally is like that in our mind. We're playing things in our minds all day. And then what we're playing, we start having a voice. It can be your inner critic or can it be a really encouraging voice that, that starts speaking to us as well. Okay. So you can say, no, thanks. I'm not going there. I'm not reliving that again. I'm not feeling that anymore. I choose to change the channel. I choose to start focusing on great times. I choose to expect better, right? There's There's more that we can look forward to. So a lot of times, again, bad memories take up a ton of space, but emotional wounds are the same way, okay? If we're always reliving hurts and watching them on the movie screen of our mind, talking about them, telling our friends about them, that's just reopening the wound. There's no healing in that. So you've got to change the channel. You've got to know that there is more out ahead of you. That's why you have to expect. You've got to have something drawing you into your future. You've got to get your mind going in a new direction. Okay? Think about that. Think about that. All right. So the other thing that I want to say here, there's a couple of things, and then we're going to wrap it up here. Sound effects help everything, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, so if you are somebody that has been rehearsing bad times, flip it. A lot of times the way out is to do the exact opposite. Rehearse all the times God opened doors, gave you promotions, healed family members, had you in the right place at the right time, right? Focus on those things. Focus on what God did do, who God is, and what he still can do. Right, God is the God that, that masters in the impossible. He can do it again, and he can still do something even now. He has the final say. So ex- when any negative memories come up, they come up for all of us, for the record, right? Things that didn't work, hurts, failures, disappointments. Don't stay there and don't end up stuck in a negative rut, Okay. That's not the only channel. That's what I want to hold up today. Expect breakthroughs. Expect problems to turn around. Expect to rise to new levels. Expect greater victories. Expect that you haven't even tapped into your greatest dreams yet. There are new horizons to explore. Don't let past disappointments steal your passion. Don't let the way somebody treated you sour you on life. God is still in control. It may not have happened in the past, but it can still happen now. So you, though, got to use your authority here and draw a line in the sand and say, this is it. I'm done with low expectations. I'm not settling for mediocrity. I expect favor, increase, promotion. I expect blessings to chase me down. I expect this to be my best year so far, even now. All right, because the thing is, if you raise your level of expectancy, God will take you places you've never dreamed. Really, he'll open doors that no man can shut. He'll help you overcome obstacles that looked insurmountable and you will see his goodness and abundance in amazing ways. But the sacrifice is not feeling like it. <laughs> that that can't be it, right? Like that's never a good excuse. I just don't feel like it, really though. Okay. <laughs> No, then maybe you're not a believer, but just be honest about it, all right? So here is an exercise, and then I want to give you a reminder about God's requirements because sometimes we're wondering, well, what does God want us to do? So I'm going to cover that real quick too, but here's the thing. When it comes to raising your faith setting, I'm going to give you a simple thing that you can do to practice. So first and foremost, when you notice that you're going down like a negative trail, whether that was prompted by an emotional wound which is an indicator that there could be some healing involved, right? Whether that that's a prayer, right? So God will guide you for the right healing path for you. But allowing that to continue to come up and steal your joy is not the path, okay? So whether it is an emotional wound that could be triggering you, whether it's a negative memory that's popping up, whether it's listening to some song that's bringing back old stuff, recognize that. Be aware. Whoop. Okay, cool. I choose not to keep reliving that. I choose to stop listening to the song to change the channel. I choose to reframe that thought. I choose to focus on the good that's out ahead of me. I choose to expect better. Because that happened, I choose to expect better, right? That doesn't get to steal any of my joy, any of my peace, any of my contentment, right? So when it comes to your faith setting, let your emotion be an indicator, okay? When it's going negative, whoop. I need to intentionally pause here and adjust my faith setting. Okay. So take a moment and look through your life. You can close your eyes if you want to, but take a moment and look through your life. I've shared before, there's a beautiful quote by a mentor of mine that says, Any area of your life that doesn't glisten with hope is under the influence of a lie meaning we're also not releasing faith in that area. We're not expecting anything anymore. We're expecting the negative. We're expecting the worst, right? So pause and just scan your life, all right? And then remember on a scale of one to 10, 10 being like super amped, full of faith, overflowing with faith actually, and one being like, I've got a mustard seed, but it's like really not a lot at all. Where are you at in these different areas of life? Just kind of scan and see where you're at. And then any area that that seems to be highlighted to you right now that is not full of faith at all, bring that to your attention. Okay? Now what you're going to do is you're going to ask yourself, honestly, what is it that you want for that area of your life and why do you want it? What and why? What is it that you want and why do you want it? So, so powerful because that usually brings up a lot that is very revealing. It also reveals how we can get into alignment. But what the tendency is to do is go straight into the how. So we short circuit our faith because we go, oh, well, I want to move here, but I can't because I don't have the resources. So we already shut it down before we even understand what it is that we want and why we want it. Okay. Or we'll say, well, I want this, but it's never going to happen because this person blah, 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 blah. Right? Not the thing. What do you want? Why do you want it? Don't go into the how at all. Don't go into the how at all. What do you want and why do you want it for that area? Okay. Now, what is it that you've been saying about that area? What is it that you'll be saying about that area? A lot of times it looks like, well, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy if, I'll feel better when, (laughs) right? So we put what we can be living now on hold, okay? So now what you got to do is make a faith adjustment, change your faith setting. So if you're bringing a level two faith setting to this situation, you've got to activate it you got to bring it higher. What can you say instead? Instead of expecting the worst, instead of expecting more of the same, right? Is God lying to you? Is God's promise not true? Do you not believe what God showed you? Think about it. What does God say about that situation? What does his word say about that situation? If you ask God, God, what is your heart for this? What is God saying to you? Move your faith up to where God is and speak that and declare that. Find promises in the word of God. Do a Google search, right? Study in that area where your faith is weak so you can amp up your faith, right? The word says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if you're about pleasing God, right, you've got to get your faith up. So what does God's word say about that area? Whether that's your finances whether that's your business, whether that's your career and your purpose, whether you're calling, your assignment, your kids, your relationships, yourself, your health, your thoughts, your, your pain, your hurts. What is God saying about that? Find scripture. So even just go to Google right and type in that word that you're looking for and study and look at all the scriptures. Write them down. Put them on index cards. Do the work to bridge your faith gap. Make the faith adjustment and declare and speak life and pray. And every time old thoughts come up, speak the word, speak life, right? Oh, nope. That's the old thinking. That's the old feeling. I'm activating this instead. I'm going to choose again. I'm going to release this because I'm powerful, right? When partner with God, I'm unstoppable. And that's what I'm going to do here. Okay. And then you stay in agreement you stay in agreement. And when you notice that you're off, it's not a huge deal. Just come back into alignment, come back into peace, come back into joy, come back into that righteous position, right? So that's how you can do an adjustment. You can move yourself through a flow. At the beginning, this can seem like intensive work and it somewhat is, right? But as you do it, you get better at it. And if there's anything you want to master, it's how you think and how you focus. (laughs) Because again, what you focus on gets more in your life. So the rewards are huge. The sacrifice is the investment, okay? And paying attention and living consciously and authentically and not letting anybody else do your work. Nobody else is responsible for what you are thinking for what you are feeling, and for how you are showing up. That's entirely up to you. Nobody else can make you feel some kind of way. Nobody else can make you think some kind of way. That's on you. So if you want to change any of that, you've got to do work on it, okay? And it's got to be intentional, relentless, diligent, brave, bold, courageous work that you can only really do with God, okay? So here's the thing. Let your emotions guide you, whether or not you're in alignment, Decide what you want and why you want it. What does God say about this situation? Study what he says. Store up the word in your heart about the situation and release faith into it. Tell a new story. Change the channel. If victory were written all over this situation, then what would it look like? Even now. Yes, even now. If victory were written all over that, what would it look like? And that's your new faith setting. Okay, That's how you start moving the needle, so to speak. And when it comes to pleasing God, of course, that's faith. But then in Micah, it's actually Micah 6, 8. It talks about what God requires of us. I want to hold this up because a lot of times we're doing all of this stuff. We're doing a lot of quote unquote God things, but we don't have a relationship with God. And that's, that's not it. Our relationship with God is where we're empowered. It's where life is. It's where all of the kingdom is. It's where all of that empowerment is. So here's what it said, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly and to love kindness and mercy and to humble yourself and walk humbly with your God. That's what he requires. That is what God requires. We know what is good and what God requires of us to do justice, to love kindness and mercy to humble ourselves and to walk humbly with God. Because when we humble ourselves and we walk humbly with God, we keep things in the right perspective and then the right focus. We don't let things get bigger than us. We don't let things get out of control. We don't completely lose it, right? We we walk humbly with God. We might not know, but God knows. Okay? We might not know when, but God knows so we walk humbly with him. We remain open to his wisdom and direction. We don't we don't fall into the negative emotions, and that's how we do it. We do justice, we do what is right, and we know what is right because we're studying the word for ourselves, right? We love kindness and mercy, so that's how we show up, right? We're kind and merciful to ourselves also. And we we get to that place from having a relationship with God, and then we're able to humble ourselves when situations seem off without making it a huge deal, and to walk humbly with God, because he will give us wisdom. He will guide us in what to do and what to say and where to go, right? And what to give, all of that, okay? So many, many people have had opportunities to, to not show up this way. But as God's representatives, we actually get to help people enjoy what Jesus died for us to have, we can help restore them to the knowledge of God and his love for them, as well as bringing practical aid and help in areas where it's needed, okay? But we can't do that if we're all caught up in negativity ourselves, okay? And when we don't have the right view of ourselves, we think more highly of ourselves than we ought, that is having an exaggerated opinion of our own importance, and we'll see other people as beneath us. So that's not a healthy way to show up either. And this can cause us to have a disrespectful attitude and a harsh behavior towards other people, particularly family and friends. So strive to give God what he truly requires. This is how you can really walk out newness of life, which is to do what is just, love mercy and kindness and walk humbly with him. Okay, we're not under this pressure to perform perfectly. Okay, it's the goodness of God, not the judgment of God, that leads us to repentance, that leads us to the life that God has for us. Our job is not to be fault finders in the world, but to be dispensers of God's mercy and kindness. God is merciful and kind towards us. The more aware of that we are, the more then he also expects us to give that to others. Whatever we receive from him, we're meant to overflow that into the world. Okay, So that's why it's really important to become a good receiver. And the more time we're spending with God, the more empowered we are, the more clear we are, the more peaceful we are, <laughs> the more centered we are. Right? We're really equipped to show up in the world differently through our relationship with God. So I want to point you back to that today so that It can be simple, right? A lot of times we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to to figure things out and show up in some kind of way and do this and do this and do this and please this person and all the things, right? When we're here to please God and when we focus on that, he'll make sure that we're not overextended or overwhelmed or out of alignment. He'll keep calling us back to the kingdom, to righteousness, to peace, to joy, right? To what is just, to his kindness, to his love, to his mercy, right? As we humble ourselves, we get access to all of that again. You know, sometimes we drift and we get out of alignment, but we can make those adjustments and they don't have to be dramatic. They're actually usually really simple. And it's something that we can do throughout the entire day, right? We just stay connected. We stay tuned in. We stay vibed up, (laughs) If you know me, I say God's vibes matter. They absolutely do. If there's anything I want to be tuned into, it's God, right? If there's anything I want to be flowing, right? The word says there's nothing good in me. Apart from God, I am nothing. Apart from God, I can do no good thing. So That's having the right estimation of yourself so you can show up and just let God flow without being overwhelmed by pressure or overly exaggerating your your sense of special. (laughs) Right. So it keeps things in the right perspective and context. All right, guys, this message is a deep one, might be one to go back and re-listen to. I hope it blessed you. If it did, make sure that you subscribe. I am an acts of service gal, and it just is such an honor when people show the love, they give the love right back. This content is free, right? But it does involve sacrifice, so I would appreciate the love, appreciate the support. You can also connect with me over at julianapage.com. That's where I offer my coaching services. There are courses over there that you can do if you're a self-paced kind of person, books for you to read, and more things coming. So if you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, also make sure that you do that. There's a pop-up on my site so you can put in your information there so you'll be the first to know when you can pre-order some new things that are coming. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.